Joel Osteen, best-selling author and preacher for the world, joins us tonight on the Man Cow Vidcast. Hey, it's Man Cow. We're in Houston, Texas. This is where the Rockets, a, a pro basketball team, used to play. The Summit, the Compact Center, it's huge. There's 45,000 people in here cheering like they're at a rock concert. But what are they here for? They're here for a preacher. His name is Joel Osteen. We're going in right now to meet him. With a gathering of 45,000 people and millions watching around the world, I found myself singing and praying with these people. I had many questions, and I couldn't wait to sit down with Pastor Joel Osteen. Joel, 45,000 people in this building today to see this service. Are those the kind of numbers? It's been amazing uh, how many people come out. Uh, it still blows my mind, but uh, yeah, people are hungry. People are hungry for hope. When all those people are lined up to meet you and get your autograph, you're a rock star. You feel like a rock star? I don't feel like one. I mean, I feel, I feel their warmth and stuff. I, I even debated early on. I said, I shouldn't be signing autographs and stuff like that. I don't see that. But you know what? To me, you've helped, I've, I've helped them, and mm -hmm. it's a way to reach back to them. And if, if my signature, they can look at that. You're the Elvis of preachers right now. <laughs> Do you feel like a star? You know, I don't ever feel any different than I did 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Is the cross and Easter and Christmas, are these things under attack in America? You know, what I see here in my world is that faith is at an all-time high. And I, I know some of these issues about what words we can use and things. I think that there is some, uh, you know, dilemmas there, but I don't see it as much. There's some talk about taking in God we trust off the money, off our coins and our dollar bills. What would you think of that? You know, I don't think it's good. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's good at all. I mean, that's the foundation of our faith, and I realize America is for all different faiths, but I think we can believe in a, in a one and true God. Is there evil in the world? Real evil? Oh, I think there is. I think you can see it. We Give me see an example. What's well, evil? Well, I think we see it on 9-11. Mm -hmm. You know, God gives us all our own free will, but unfortunately, some people use that for the wrong purposes. And, and I believe that there's a force, there are forces of darkness in this world that we can't see. And, and when we choose the, you know, when we choose to go the wrong way, you can mm -hmm. see it come out. It, it almost as though, I, I just, a lot of people I talk to, it seems like they don't believe in good and evil. Do you think that's dangerous? I think it's very dangerous. That there's not good and evil, it's all just kind of shades of gray. What do you think of that? Yeah, no, I think there should be definite lines. I think it's dangerous anytime you open yourself up to that, because I found this, I call it the enemy, the devil, evil, whatever. I found out anytime you open up yourself up, he will gladly accommodate you. I mean, if he can get a foothold. And I, you know, we're very careful with our kids and what we watch and what we listen to. And it's, it is a, it, it's a, it's a dangerous thing to play in those areas. What do you think of horror movies, monster movies? Are they bad? Well, Are they bad for society? I think this, miss my two cents, is I don't like to put anything in me mm -hmm. that's going to stay with me and that's going to just have negative input. Now, I may be overboard on some stuff, but I don't, you know, I won't listen to a certain music or I won't watch a certain program because I think, you know what, I don't want that in me. I don't want that, I don't want to have to think about that. So where you put your energy is what you become. So if you put your energy into good, you become a good person? I think that's a, that's a big part of it. You know, if you get up in the morning, say nothing good ever happens to me, I'm never going to get out of debt. I'm never going to, you know, you're going to attract that. Versus if you'll get up no matter what's going on and say, you know what, this is going to be a good day. I'm alive. I think you attract more good to you. Video games, violent movies, television. Does a guy like you, a voice in the wilderness, do you have a chance to reach kids? I think we can. We have to to minister to them or to reach them on their own level. And that's why during all of our services, 
we'll have the certain group, you know, 10 to 12 to 13, we'll have them go out to their own service, and we have video games, we have rap music, we have things, but it's just all positive. Wait a minute, you have video games and rap music in this church? We do. We do. <laughs> Wait a minute, is that, is that okay to use that? No, I think Your dad would have preached against that. No, I had, well, not, the, not the, bad, the bad stuff he would yeah. have, but this is all positive. I mean, it's, it's So good rap music. music is okay, video games are okay, as long as they have the right message. Oh, so I it's think, not the... I think so, and the messenger yeah. too. I mean, the people that are doing it, I mean, they love the Lord and they have, you know, good hearts. So right. I think you have to, you know, to reach them at their level. But we do encourage them all the time about uh, how important it is. I call it taking care of your temple. Your, you know, what you put in is what you're going to get out. We just try to explain to them, you know, that there's, there's going to be difficult choices. Some people like me come to church asking the big questions. Others just hope for a miracle. Rosmond Avideo de Garcia came all the way from Honduras. What was your condition? Uh, uh, breast cancer. I'm so happy to come to Lakewood Church. Do you, do you believe coming here healed you? Uh, well, it's God that heals you, right? But He's an instrument of God that He show you the way to go in life. So, I believe. I lost my father to cancer, so when I saw this woman battling cancer, it struck at my emotional core. I want to ask you a tough, a tough sure, one. Sure. Sitting at the front of your church, I saw a woman bald from cancer. Sure. She's going up there thinking she's going to get healed. Sure. You're talking about praying for her. Yes. Can she be healed? She can be, but we always try to keep it in perspective, and it's this, that God is going to give you the strength for whatever you need. I would love to say every person's going to get healed that we pray for, and, but, but my thing is this, that's not reality. I'm not God, I wish everybody did, but mm -hmm. I pray for little two, three-year-old boys and kids that break your heart. They're here at the cancer hospital. But you know, all I can say is God is in control. I wish everybody got healed, but mm -hmm. my main thing is God's going to give you the strength. And when I pray for them, I say, you know what, you have the strength to endure and to live your life happy till the day you go home. And I, I encourage people, we need to die in faith. I mean, my dad, we knew he was going to die at some point. He was 77, but I like to think that he died in faith. He died believing that he was, there was something better.